Let's bow our heads in prayer. Lord, that you would guide our ways in all that we do as people of faith, as a congregation, as individuals. Give us ears, Lord, to follow, to answer when you call. In your name we pray. Amen. So the story goes that there were three preachers that went fishing. Methodist, a Baptist, and a Lutheran. And they were out in the boat in the middle of the lake. Suddenly the Methodist preacher saw his lights were on in his car. So he stood up, stepped out of the boat, walked across the lake, over to the shore, turned off the lights, walked back, got back in the boat, and the Lutheran was like, did you see that? Baptist didn't say anything. 30 minutes later, the Baptist remembered he had to make a phone call, but his cell phone was in his car. So the Baptist stood up, stepped out of the boat, walked across the water all the way to the shore, made his phone call, walked back, got back in the boat, and the Lutheran thought, this is nuts. A Baptist can do it. Methodist can do it. A Lutheran can surely do it. So the Lutheran pastor stood up, stepped out of the boat, and sank right to the bottom of the lake. And as he was going, the Methodist said to the Baptist, I guess we should have showed him where the rocks are. <laughs> I thought of that story when I came to the text. It really doesn't have any deep theological significance. <laughs> Except that there are times in life when Jesus calls us to get out of the boat. You know the story in our text. We kind of talked about it today in the children's message. You heard me read it, right? Disciples are out in the middle of the lake, Sea of Galilee, and it's a storm, and storms on the Sea of Galilee are no laughing matter. I was thinking about our last night, our last trip to Israel. We weren't on the Sea of Galilee. We were out in the Mediterranean. The storm there was something terrible. Can't imagine what it would have been like over on the Sea of Galilee, but there, there's, that's a place you don't want to be, is what the people who run the boats tell me. And in the middle of that storm, Jesus comes walking to them, and they're terrified. Jesus identifies himself. Peter says to him, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. Come. Then Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. Now, we've been looking at a lot of the calling, how God calls us in life. But this maybe is the scariest one. When he calls us to get out of our comfort zone, out of the comfortable seat in the boat where there's a life preserver, walk on the water. Now, sometimes that, that calling comes in terms of a, a big decision you've got to make. Maybe, maybe you've been really wanting a certain job and it finally came available and now you're kind of like, oh, I don't know, Lord. 
should I do this? I'm, I'm comfortable where I am. Or maybe, maybe it was that moment for some of you and some of you still to come when you wanted to pop the question and you're thinking, oh my goodness, do I really want to get married? Remember that feeling? Or maybe some of you are facing that whole thing of, I know some of you are, that, that uh, they're thinking of doing a scale back and they're thinking of making an offer to buy you out or buy people out and you're wondering, should I take it? Is now the time to retire? Or is now the time to move? Maybe, maybe you're someone who's, there's somebody you've always been thinking, I would really like to share my faith with that person. But you're afraid to actually talk to them because of how they react. Or maybe, and this is a difficult one, maybe it's not something like that. Maybe it's somebody you got to talk to because you know something's wrong in their life and you've seen it and you got to be being a friend to them at that moment means going and saying some hard words to them and that scares you. Maybe, maybe it's the commitment today. Maybe you're thinking, I, I know I should tithe. I should be given 10%, but that's a big step. Can I do it? You know, maybe it's, maybe it's this new vision we're talking about for being an open-armed church and sharing the faith of future generations, adding a family life, minister, pastor, whatever. And I've heard excitement from many and, and concern from others. You know, either direction involves getting out of the boat. Jesus says to us, come. Sort of like when I was, when I was uh, considering the call to Germany and I was scared to death. I was very comfortable in the call at Flower Mount. Finally, it came down to, Lord, it was these words, it was this text. This is why my blog is named Out of the Boat with Jesus. Lord, if it's you, tell me to come. <laughs> next, the next morning, he sent me a text from my son, John, and it was very clear. He was saying, come. And I was like, really? He wants us to get out of the boat trust him. And folks, that's not easy. A lot of ways, we're like the African impala. I understand it's a beautiful animal. It can, it can leap as high as 10 feet in the air and a 30-foot distance at one time, and yet it can be kept in a zoo behind a three-foot wall. Why? Because the impala will not leap unless it can first see where its feet will land. That's the struggle you and I have with faith is I think, you know, we, we want, we all, we, before we step out, we want to know where our feet are going to land. What's going to happen? 
Will this work? What are the results going to be? And you know the truth is, 99% of the time, Jesus does not tell us that kind of stuff. But what he does give us is something better. He gives us the promises of his word. He says to us the same thing he said to those frightened disciples, right? Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Think about that. Why don't you think about who it is? You've been talking about God's call. Who it is that calls us? It's the God who loved us so much that he gave his own son. It's the Savior who loved us so much that he gave himself up on the cross. He's the one who faced death for you and me and won the battle. You and I can trust his word. His word is certain. I love this passage from 2 Corinthians. No matter how many promises God has made, they are all, not a few of them, not a couple of them, they are all yes in Christ. And so through him the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God the Father. Folks, we can't see where our feet will land. But that's faith, folks. It's believing what you can't see. But what we can see and what we do know is Jesus. And knowing him is what frees us from our fear of getting out of the boat. It's what frees us from that fear that keeps us behind those three-foot walls. But now I want to speak a little word of warning for you. When you do step out in faith, the storms will not disappear. <laughs> the storms do not all of a sudden evaporate. Just because Jesus is calling you doesn't mean they'll go away. And just because something is difficult, just because something is scary, just because something won't work, doesn't mean he isn't calling you. He called Jeremiah to a whole life of failure. You know that. That's why he's called the weeping prophet. He called Moses. I want you to go to, go to Pharaoh, the most powerful person in the world, and I want you to tell him what my people go, and he's going to say no. I want you to go. Anyway, Jesus called Peter in the midst of the storm to step out into the storm. And sometimes that's what God does when he calls us. He leads us deeper into the storm. But I want you to notice something. This is what the children's message is about. Peter was fine as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus. It's when he took his eyes off Jesus that Peter was afraid, beginning to sink. 
cried out, Lord, save me. Now, folks, that's, that's the way it is for you and me. Anytime in my life I start thinking I can handle it, that I've got it, that I know what I'm doing, anytime you or I start thinking that we got all the answers, we're in trouble. Because we're not looking at him. And anytime I take my eyes off of him, anytime you take your eyes off of him, you know what you're going to find out? If you're honest, I don't know as much as I thought I did. And somewhere along the line, the storm's going to catch up, and it's going to scare you. And you're thinking, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I can handle this. Because the truth is, folks, I'll let you in a little secret. You and I can't walk on water. Not on our own. Right? We're going to find all sorts of reasons on any side of it why it's the wrong thing, why it won't work, why we shouldn't make that decision, why we shouldn't do it. But the truth of the matter is the call of God in every area of life is, like I said, as I would have done it in here, but I'm afraid I would have killed myself. I thought about, for the children's message, bringing a golf ball in here and showing you what it's like when you miss it. And then I thought I probably would have hit it for once <laughs> and, and hurt somebody, and then we'd have had a lawsuit, and that wouldn't have been good. <laughs> but you know how it is. The key to playing golf, if any of you are golfers, is keep your eye on the ball, right? If you take your eye off of the ball, you look like a windmill, right? Well, it's the same in walking by faith. It's keeping your eyes on Jesus. You know, folks, the great thing about Jesus is he doesn't get distracted. Though we may take our eyes off of him, he never takes his eyes off of us. I love, I love these verses. He, this is from Psalm 121. He who watches over you never slumbers or sleeps. Or Matthew 10, are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your Father. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. You are worth the blood of God's own Son to him. So even as Peter sank, the Bible says, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. He never took his eyes off of Peter, and our God does the same for you and me. After all, this is the God who the moment that mankind fell into sin reached out his hand and promised a Savior. This is the God who stretched out his hands on a cross to be nailed there for our sins. This is the God who came to you and to me in baptism and reached out his hands and took hold of us and brought us into the boat of his family. This is the God who, when we confessed our sins 
this morning and any time we confess our sins, reaches out his hands to put us back on our feet and forgive us. This is the God who speaks to us day after day and week after week from his word and his promises and holds on to us. This is the God who meets us here at his table and with his own hands serves us his body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins to assure us that he loves us beyond all doubt, that he will never leave us or forsake us. This is the God that though we often take our eyes off of him, never takes his eyes off of us. I love the story of a little two-year-old and his dad. They're in the pool in the shallow end and the little boy sitting comfortably in his dad's arms. But then the dad starts to move to the deeper end and he's going deeper deeper and the little boy feels the water kind of coming up and touching him and then he starts to get scared and he grabs more tightly onto his father but you know the truth he's in no more danger in the deeper end than he was in the shallow end both places the water was too deep for him but in both places his dad was holding him I don't know which of the Things in life you face scare you. You're the only one that can answer those questions. I don't know. I know some of the things that scare us as a congregation. Change and what we should or shouldn't do. Folks, the same God who cares for us in the boat cares for us when we get out of the boat. And he has not called you and he has not called me to only do what we can do. He's called us to do the impossible because we can only do that by trusting him. And so you've been hearing some calls this past few weeks, a call to be a steward not a volunteer, to be a disciple, not simply a member, to be a generous giver, not simply a receiver, to be a missionary sharing Jesus, not simply an observer. Jesus is calling you, calling me. Come. It's time to get out of the boat. You know what we find out when we do that? This is the really great part. We learn it's true. Jesus never takes his eyes off of us. Can you say amen to God's call? Amen. amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life that is everlasting. Amen.